Guess so. Alrighty, so today we are going to be discussing the Barbarian class. We're going to go deep into everything and everything about the Barbarian, kind of give you a little class guide, seeing how to and what do. <laughs> yes, exactly those things. <laughs> it's uh, just me and John again for today. I believe this is probably going to be the setup for the next foreseeable bit. future. Yeah. So, first of all, Barbarian, I feel like the easiest thing to start with is just Rage. Rage. In general, because it's like their feature. Right, right. So, the Barbarian is a very strength, con, necessary mm -hmm. class. And that has to do with their Rage. A lot of their things are strength-based. Rage yeah. especially. So, with Rage, you have... You enter a Rage as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. And you gain um, resistance... Okay. To bludgeoning, slashing, piercing. Right. And that's regular or magical. Mm -hmm. So that does not matter. You get advantage on strength checks and saving throws, and a plus two on damage that will increase with level. Right, right, right. And the one thing that has to be said about the rage, however, is that you cannot do it when you are concentrating on a spell. Or, I'm sorry, you can't concentrate or cast a spell when you're raging. Mm -hmm. You cannot rage while you're wearing heavy armor. Yeah. So this kind of makes any multi-classing with a barbarian a little difficult. Yeah. I mean, like, could you, if you were a monk to multi-class in a barbarian, could you use key points during rage? I would say so, because that's not using a spell or anything. Yeah. But it, it'd be difficult to multi-class as a, like, full-on spellcaster yeah. and a barbarian. Yeah. Fighter, rogue, these other things that kind of have these... You couldn't be a wizard barbarian. I mean, you could try. You could certainly try. It's the D&D &D rule, isn't it? You can certainly try. <laughs> that is the rule with just about everything. Uh, moving along, one of their next biggest features is their reckless attack feature. Mm -hmm. And this allows you to gain advantage on all of your attack rolls for that turn. In turn, however, everyone else has advantage on attack rolls against you. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about this feature? I think it's really cool and it makes sense because if you're playing a barbarian like nine times out of ten intelligence or wisdom are your dump stats so right. your character isn't exactly going to be like well i'm putting myself at risk here they're pissed off they're angry they're raging so it makes perfect sense that they would think i'm just going to do whatever i can take this guy's head off and then they're just kind of like they're wide open after that like it wasn't an opportune attack it was legitimately just a vicious one right and that um i think especially it, it really stacks with the Ability to gain resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage, because you know, that's half. that's where most of the damage is going to come from. So it doesn't matter if people have advantage against you, mm -hmm. even if they crit, they're only going to do as much damage as they would have done normally. Then, yeah, because everything gets halved. So I really, really enjoy the reckless feature. I know when I played a barbarian, I used it a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's the worry too. If you're like a new barbarian, is like you're like, oh, but then they get advantage on me, like. Even if they do max damage on a crit, like, that's basically just max damage on a single attack. But you're, you, like, you halved it. So, like, right. there is no crit on you, really. Yeah. Until is, higher levels. Right. Unless you're facing something that is well beyond yeah. your, you know, your own challenge rating. It makes it fairly easy to just tank damage. And I think that's one of the Barbarian's major benefits is they are such a tank. Yeah. They have a D12 hit die, highest in the game. Unless you roll poorly. Unless you roll poorly, but I mean, even still, D12 gives you the opportunity to have that mass amounts of health. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if you have an 18 in Constitution, you have a maximum of 16 hit points per level. Nice catch. Thanks. 
Um, and then a minimum of five, unless your DM allows you to reroll ones, then you have a minimum of six. Like, that's still really good on health. Right. It's And getting six minimum every time is huge. Yeah, yeah you're making every wizard jealous. <laughs> Who has a max of six sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the next thing I want to talk about with the Barbarian is their brutal critical and then their enduring rage. Yeah. Kind of discussing brutal critical allows you to gain an extra damage die on any time you crit with an attack and that it goes from one and i believe you get a second one at at super higher levels mm-hmm. and then enduring rage um your rage will not end that's something going back to the original rage it ends after 10 rounds and whether you've been attacked or have not attacked yeah so there is some limitations of the original rage and the enduring rage kind of allows you to go outside of the Mm-hmm. base rage i've heard some people say that like rage should just be that way from the get-go and i feel like that the argument against that is like thematically it doesn't make sense for someone to be raging for a minute and then just oh well you know what uh that was in the past i was upset like but i while i get that it is also a game and there is mechanics to it but like that does become a feature they end up having that uh relentless rage where it's right. like or not relentless rage persistent rage yeah but um no, I personally don't think I could get behind that. Yeah. Just because, yes, while I understand narratively, it might make sense to just have someone who's angry and, like, they kind of uh, have to take a respite after their rage mm-hmm. versus, oh, well, I haven't been attacked or attacked this round. I guess my rage is over. It also, it, it does bring a certain limitation because a barbarian... A two-level dip in Barbarian is one of the strongest classes. Yeah. And so kind of limiting that rage just a little bit, even if it w- even if it is with could end early, you can't wear heavy armor, and you can't cast spells, that puts it within equal... I think, I think yeah. it makes it equal amongst the classes. Balances the game a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, that resistance and just, like, is, is really good, especially, like, lower levels. Right. Yeah. Definitely so at higher levels, but that's when you get into, like, really big spellcasters, really, who are doing, yeah. like, fire damage, poison damage, and right. stuff you're not resistant to. Yeah, it's a little bit more difficult to gain that resistance. But another thing I wanted to talk about with the Barbarians is they actually get advantage on dexterity saving throws against spells. Yeah, uh, danger sense, right? Yeah, and advantage on initiative, eventually. Yeah, at like, 7th level, 7th or 8th, something, something like that. Like that. But this actually works really, really well because something we didn't talk about earlier was their unarmored defense. Yeah. So barbarians are able to register their armor class equal to their con modifier plus their dex modifier plus 10 Mm -hmm. and still use a shield. So it really all works together where if you have a high strength, a high dex, and a high con, it's very, very easy to become a very strong, very tanky character yeah and again it just adds to it with their 20th level capstone ability where you get i believe it's called primal champion or something along those lines yeah primal champion plus four to strength and con um which is really good makes sense that it's the 20th level cap yeah because if it was any earlier you're you're, uh, it is kind of like the ultimate tease though it's like yeah you get a plus four to strength and your con you're probably never going to play with it though that's fair, but I mean, like, if you do, if someone if someone can play a barbarian up to twentieth level and have a twenty four in their strength and, and a twenty four in their constitution, 
Yeah, but that's also like if they don't have magic items that could like buff that up even more. Right. It's it's insane. It's a plus seven bonus. Yeah. You're gonna be having a plus thirteen to hit, plus thirteen on saves. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I I really like the like relentless rage feature. Um, just because like I mentioned like very early on, just like the idea of like whatever attacking the barbarian and instead of falling they're standing there at like one hit point it's cool that you get like it's almost like the relentless endurance of a half orc right but you 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 have to roll for it so it really is up to you to like see whether your character well not really up to you up to the dice as to whether your character is still standing right and the dc goes up by five and then like there are like those times where like if you've seen like the critical role 17th level one shot where grog keeps going down but he keeps making the dc yeah. And now finally the DC's like 30 or something, and that's when he finally fails the, the save. But The Barbarian is probably the class that looks at the enemy blank in the face and says, yeah, you just can't kill me. <laughs> they can stare down a meteor shower, a meteor swarm of, not, of a ninth level spell, 46 damage. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, 40 die 6 damage, yeah. and walk away. Yeah, they'll take resistance on the bludgeoning, but not the fire damage. Though. Right, but I mean, even still, even if it drops them to zero, if that's the first time, they just make a DC 10 con yeah. save. It's really... Which is very easy for a high-level bar. Yeah, if you're facing something at with the ninth level spell slots, you probably have a maxed out, you know, plus five in your con, meaning you have to roll minimum of five. Yeah, which... Well, no, and you're proficient. Oh, exactly. So, like, that's like a two. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, roll a two on a d20. <laughs> oh man, that's that's tough. Oh, I wish I would have had one. <laughs> but now I want to kind of go into the archetypes. So there are a few, both mm-hmm. in the Player's Handbook and in Xanathar's Guide to Everything. The first and most basic is the Berserker Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And again, that really just doubles down on the, I'm going to hit you regardless of what it does to me. Yeah. Because their main feature Frenzy. is Frenzy. Which allows them to get an extra attack for their bonus action, but in turn they have to take a point of exhaustion. Yeah, it's at the end of the rage, right? Yes. But even still, this is a very, very tough ability to use. Because if you use it more than one or two times, you're looking at three points of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. Do you know what happens at three points of exhaustion? Uh, no. Your hit point maximum is halved. Oh, yeah. So that's like definitely one of those things where it's like, it's cool, but... I don't think I could take it just because, you know, I would use uh, a reckless attack pretty often. And then if I wanted to be like, I want to try front, like I wouldn't see the benefit in doing it more than once or twice. Right. Versus, like you said, reckless, which is a lot easier to see the benefit. Yeah. It's frenzy attacks are a very um, immediate gratification. I I think it's good for like, oh, I know this is going to be our final boss fight of the day. Yeah. Where it's good to just be able to lay waste. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I like Ancestral Guardian because that's kind of like the, the tank that pulls people towards him. It's not necessarily the damage output, but it, you're still going to put out damage. But it's much more like, hey, don't look at that wizard over there who's got like an AC of 13. Look at me, the big guy, you know, come hit me, you know. Right, and um, I actually played an Ancestral Guardian for a uh-huh. very, very long time, about a year-long campaign. I think I got up to like level 13, but it is my favorite subclass of the mm-hmm. Barbarian I absolutely love it. As you said, it's the tank. It is really the focus. If you don't really have anyone else in the party who can take so much damage, that one allows you to 
it doesn't really give you too too much in terms of damage as you said but what it does is you can reflect damage back on an attacker which is awesome which is very rare in fifth edition and giving a barbarian this ability yeah oh oh it's (laughs) beautiful chef's kiss what i think is comparable to the ancestral guardians barbarian is the totem barbarian Mm mm-hmm where you get to pick an aspect of a beast, the wolf, the bear, or the eagle. And then in um, Sword Coast, elk, there's the elk tiger. and tiger. Yeah. No one talks about them. They're not good. They're the worst. They are the worst. But they give you certain benefits where you can go through and pick different ones to kind of whichever one you would want. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people look at that bear totem. It's the Build-A-Barbarian. It, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Build-A-Barbarian workshop. <sighs> Okay. You gotta kiss the little heart and then say a little prayer. Yeah. And <laughs> after Preach. that, they get resistance to every damage type except psychic. It's amazing. I I don't like it. It's a little... Is it strong? Yes, it's very strong. But for me personally, it's, it's not... I don't not like it as a DM. As a DM, it's fine. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. People are gonna have resistance to things like that. It's just something you have to get over. You just throw harder enemies out. Exactly. um i don't i personally don't like it as a player every encounter is deadly it just as a player um do you just feel too strong you just yeah i i I like to feel the challenge like we talked uh last week a little bit you like not everything has to be super optimized yeah so with the bear totem it's just kind of like oh so no matter what i do i take half damage unless it's unless i'm facing a mind flayer yeah yeah like we, we mentioned it's like in our secondary campaign, I have a character whose lowest stat is a plus two, and like, it's great. I've rolled low, but it's not very often. Right, and and don't don't you find it boring? It's just kind of a like, little bit, yeah. But it is funny when you have to make a dexterity saving throw, and you're like, oh, I'm proficient in these. I got maxed out dex, and then you one natural one, and Yo, lose your that's hand. Great. Yeah, losing <laughs> your hand. But um, I think the last one. I think the best damage dealing, not the last one, but I think the best damage dealing barbarian. Is that zealot barbarian? Yeah. Plus the whole material components not needed for that uh, revivify. It really, really just turns the not dying of a barbarian from a ten to a fucking thirty. Yeah. It's like just a an assembly line or a factory line of just like barbarians like popping up. You know, like you, oh, you're not you're not gonna kill these guys. Not at all. Because even if you drop them, they can get back up without any material cost. Yeah. And another one of their abilities is when you hit a creature with an attack on your first time doing a rage, you do an extra 1d6 plus your level in damage. Which is a lot of damage as you get up there. huge if it's every turn. Yeah. Eventually they get an ability, I think it's called Rage Beyond Death, where, yeah, Rage Beyond Death, where if they drop to zero hit points and they're raging, they don't fall unconscious. They keep raging and make death saving throws as normal that's really cool though so even if they fail three death saving throws they are still raging and still up fighting jesus that's awesome now i want to play a high level zealot if someone heals you before your rage ends you don't die even if you have three (laughs) failed death saving throws that's really cool it is one of the strongest abilities, in my opinion, for any martial class. Yeah. 
it's very specific. It's very high level. But again, if you're going to play a 14th level barbarian, yeah, you you, you deserve it. <laughs> Here you go. You worked hard for this. <laughs> and I think the last one is called the Storm Herald. Yeah, I have not seen much. I saw that like it looks cool. It's it it's kind of the one that gives the barbarian the most magic like abilities. Yeah. Um, it, it gives you a little bit of elemental attunement, whether it's the tundra, the sea, or the desert. I've heard the desert's the best one. Yeah, because it's a bunch, that one's more damage focused. Yeah. So, it, it really depends. That one does give a little bit more versatility to the barbarian, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it is also among the weaker subclasses, just because it doesn't fully, it doesn't add to what the barbarian mm-hmm. already gets. It just gives them some extra stuff, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm picking up. I'm, yeah. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Oh, I hope it smells good, at least. Yeah, it's alright. Okay. Could be better. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think moving on, now that we know kind of what the barbarian can do, mm-hmm. who are barbarians? Which races do you think most fit with the barbarian? I mean, like, what what's fun is, like, I feel like, sure... There are, like, the very easy ones to pick out, you know, Half-Orc and Goliath, and, like, it just makes sense. Half-Orc with the Relentless Endurance gives you that kind of, like, persistent rage kind of thing, but before at a very early level. Right. I mean, it's only once per long rest, but still, that's really helpful when you're low level. I feel like with Tasha's coming out, like, we're gonna have the ability to, like, it doesn't matter what race per se, any race can be good for a Barbarian. But again, it's up to your DM to be like, oh, you can't move the plus two, but, you know. Right, right. I think one of the better races is the Mountain Dwarf. Yeah. Which gets a plus two to their strength and a plus two to their constitution. That's a big boy. So it really, again, it just adds. Yeah. They already get the bonuses the Barbarian needs. Yeah. Uh, same thing with like Earth Ganassi. Like I'm playing an Earth Ganassi druid, but I could have easily, you know, I think the reason was like, A, I like the flavor of it. And B, like those stats were originally for the Barbarian I was going to build. But then I was just like, oh, I'll be a druid. I'll, I'll just keep those stats, you know? Right. Um, Because they get the plus two to con. They get the plus two to strength. Um, plus one to strength. Plus one to strength. Plus two to con. Um, And then, you know, difficult terrain made by earth does not affect you. You can cast a pass without a trace once per day. That's good stuff. I think the Leonin is also fairly strong, which came out in um the Mythic Odysseys of Theros. Yeah. That, gets, that also gets a plus two to their con, and they get a plus one to their strength. Mm-hmm. They have something, I believe, called Daunting Roar, where as a bonus action, they can roar, and any creature within 30 feet has to make a wisdom saving throw, or is frightened of them. Yeah. And that, on a Barbarian, that's similar to the- um, makes sense, you know? Yeah, and it's similar to the Berserker Barbarian's ability, but the Berserker Barbarian's ability is a little weaker, yeah. honestly. It's it's weird. Some people were arguing, like, from what I've I've been reading up on this since we decided to talk about Barbarians, is like- variant human just because you get the plus one and two different things you get to choose a skill and then getting a feat um like if you take tavern brawler like tavern brawler any improvised weapon you are now proficient with and 1d4 plus your strength instead of just doing a straight one plus strength true i think another good one for a variant human is the polearm master which automatically gives you a bonus action attack as a barbarian so that extra rage damage bonus you get is on your two attacks and your bonus action attack. Yeah. Which, again, kind of supersedes the berser- uh, the Berserker's Frenzy ability, so it's yeah. not as necessary. Or you can do the freaking, you know, the health guy and just 
take the tough feet, make sure you get your con way up as high as you can. True, and this this actually yeah, it this um lines up perfectly with what I wanted to go into next of what are some builds? I mean, what are some feats for the barbarian? I know we discussed tough, we discussed polar master, tavern brawler a little bit. I I go for most of the time I go for things for flavor. Right. I think we just everyone knows that at this point. Right, right, but right. There are certain times where I'm looking for the benefits like right now trying to find the perfect feat for my guy stone over there. But right. Like, but uh, I think something that is incredible for barbarians, the great weapon master feat, mm-hmm. which allows you to take a minus five to your attack roll in turn for a plus 10 to your damage roll. Mm-hmm. And that synergizes so well with the reckless attack feature. Yeah. Because who cares about a minus five if you have advantage exactly. on every attack? Yeah. Some good ideas. Yeah, there are there are some... There are some fun feats, like I said, Polar Master, Tavern Brawler. Um, there are any others that you can... Lucky's just good for anyone. Yeah, that that's... Lucky's just a little too nice, you know? That's true. I mean, you could mobile, you get that extra 10 feet, and then true. you don't provoke opportunity attacks whether you hit or miss. True, that could be really good, because at 5th level they actually get fast movement, where they get an additional 10 feet. Exactly, so now you're a barbarian with 50 feet if you start out with 30. Which is... A lot of mobility, yeah, comparatively, mm-hmm. which the barbarian sorely needs because it really doesn't focus on anything ranged. Yeah. So, outside of the actual mechanics for the barbarian, what are some inspiration? What, where do you draw inspiration as a barbarian? Like either for the character themselves, or maybe even for the rage. Like I've looked into some things and seen maybe rage could be played off as like a PTSD kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really, like, thought about, like, what... I've never played a Barbarian long enough to have to consider validating everything. It's mainly been one-shots. We have mentioned, like, just on our own, talking about, like, a little character, like, I've been wanting to play, like, a very half-orc passive Barbarian. And then, like, that rage is just from, like, people who bullied him for so long that, like, he's finally, like, releasing that. Right, right. So I, I think I think that actually is a big question, though, for Barbarian, is where does your rage come from? Yeah, because the rage is so essential and quintessential for the barbarian. It's like what sep it's that's what separates you from a regular fighter and yeah. being a barbarian. You know, it's people like to like. I feel like a lot of people are just kind of like you know Bruce Banner, like I'm always angry, you know, kind of deal. I again, like it comes to this, like you have to validate why you are what you are, not just I am what I am. Right, and that that's like one of those class. Every class does this, but a lot of the this class specifically gives you that like. I feel like you kind of have to validate it. I agree. Oh, oh, I agree. And so speaking of speaking of that, there's another there's another kind of way I've definitely seen people compare barbarians. Mm-hmm. Anime. Oh my god, where's this going? Think about it. They get angry and they take less damage when they're angry. Uh, yeah. And they can move faster when they're angry. Yeah. Oh. And they can sometimes control things around them. When they're angry? Yeah. Is that not yeah. going Super Saiyan? Yeah, similar. Hell, a 14th level Eagle Totem Barbarian can fly. Yeah. Because he's angry. Yeah, I guess. So, the increased movement, the doing more damage, and the taking less damage, all because someone is angry, 
a lot of people have compared that to actual anime characters. Yeah, it makes sense. I just don't want to agree with it. I agree. You know? I know, I know. I feel that. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, no, it's wrong, but it's right, but it's wrong. No, no you're not allowed. That's wrong. <laughs> Stop it. Um, is there is there a way you can potentially change the barbarian instead of making them rage? Maybe make that rage something else. If you under if you understand what I'm asking, I think so. Do you have any ideas? One one thing I did see, um, reading and looking some things up for this for this podcast here is um, focus and kind of making it more a samurai, where. Instead of rage, you're more focused. You take less damage because you're so honed uh, in your I, own I, skills. Yeah, you're kind of like those like people who are like you know walking on those nails who are just like mind over matter, exactly on like not feeling pain. Exactly, and that's the whole thing behind it. That's cool. I like that. I feel like that's isn't there already like a samurai fighter though? There like, is, there is, and it's it's a little bit different, but it's it's. Not so much a samurai barbarian, but just kind of a samurai-esque yeah, feeling. That I, I think, again, just that's something that's like, I would never present to a player, but I'd be willing to, like, if they brought it up, like, hey, can we call it this? Yeah, sure. Like, as long as you don't, you, you're just changing the name and your approach to it, as long as the mechanics stay the same, sure. Right. So is there a way that you could potentially maybe reflavor it something you might like more? Not at the moment, uh, just because I was not expecting this question at all. That's fair. That's fair. It's, it's one that have... just kind of popped up. And yeah, I, I remember. I have to think about it. I have a friend who like he's playing a paladin, and whenever he hears it, whenever he like inadvertently hears a bell, that's when like he becomes just like his demeanor changes. Okay. So like you could always link that with like you know whenever the barbarian hears something in battle, like that reminds him of you know going off that PTSD. That's when the rage triggers. You know. Right, and that, see, that could be really interesting, though, because that whole thing could be your DM triggers your rage rather than yeah. you, which is, has, which there needs, definitely needs to be a lot of trust yeah. between the player and the DM. Like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like we could probably, yeah. like, me DMing you if you wanted to kind of work that out for a little bit, see how that goes until you really get it under control. Yeah, there was also the homebrew, like, little idea I, t I told you if I ever played a barbarian, I wouldn't want to know my health while I'm raging. Right. Because I, as, I wouldn't care. Right. Because the moment I start knowing, oh shit, I'm at, like, 20 health, I, I gotta start pay playing a little more safe, like, I'm not gonna reckless attack anymore. A barbarian wouldn't care. Right. So I would have been like, okay, this is my health, this is what I'm at, you take care of it. Don't tell me how much damage I take. Nope. Just, just, say, just say whether or not they hit. Yep. That, that's all I want you to know. Which I personally like a lot. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's a lot of... No, no, I remember you saying that. I forgot you said that in the first yeah. place. But that is really, really interesting. Yeah, that's how I'd want to play, like, a, a, barbar a barbarian if I were to ever play one in a long campaign. I don't want to know my health. Just tell Makes me I'm hitting shit. Makes sense. That's... You know, obviously, if I'm not raging because I'm out of rages, then I'll know my health. Sure, sure. But the moment I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to rage, that's it. Game over. Yep. Take my Take my sheet. Oh god! I just need my damage. What I do? Oh, that'd be that'd be so stressful. I don't know. I honestly don't know if I could do that I, I, as I a player. It's 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 fun. It's cool. No, fair. Because the fun part about D and D is being stressed. <laughs> have I given you guys a wrong interpretation of what D and D should be? Look, if I go home and I have nightmares about the next D and D session, it went well. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! What have I done? Oh, you've ruined me, Ryan. You've ruined. <laughs> I'm ruined. Uh, do you think there's um, any other potentially characters that you could draw inspiration from? I know you mentioned Grog. He's such Grog's a awesome. Yeah, he's such man. a 
I don't want to say basic because that's wrong, but he's 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 like a very. If you were to like search up barbarian in the dictionary, there'd be a picture of him up there. Exactly, he's very stereotype esque. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he's he has a six intelligence. He's dumb. He's big and strong. He's yeah. lovable. Yep. Are, are there any other maybe pop culture or historical figures you could draw on? I mean, like people always like. I, I, when I got into D&D, like, I remember, like, seeing, like, Conan the Barbarian, and I was just like, that's not, like, you start to, like, the more you play D&D, the more you see people, like, that's Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme, you're like, that's a wizard, you know? Because <laughs> so, he, he had to learn it. <laughs> exactly. Harry Potter's a sorcerer. Exactly. So, like, that, like, just, like, in pop culture, like, every time there's, like, you know, obviously Hulk, um, Bruce Banner and the Hulk, and then there's, like, that, like, homeostasis of, like, professor hulk right and i think if you have a higher intelligence as a barbarian that could be where that bruce banner hulk yeah personality comes out yeah where instead of raging blindly you are like okay i need to do this and then like i don't know i feel like that'd be cool if you like worked with your dm on like your character just like visually like their appearance changing you know right yeah like what if my character just like got buff all of a sudden like no physical nothing else changes he just looks buff now he just because he's raging he grows three feet in height yeah. Like, nothing, no mechanical His size is still medium, you know, nothing is, he's just altered. Right. And I, I think that could be really cool. And that is drastically different from a barbarian who just kind of always, I don't want to say always angry, because, you know, Bruce Banner says that in the MCU, but, like, a barbarian who chooses to slowly enter a rage. Yeah, it should never be consistent. Right. You know? If every barbarian's rage is the same, then no barbarian is unique. Yeah, that's why uh, we were talking about it. And I was just like, yeah, like what, like immediately my first thought is, okay, after a rage, what do I do to calm down? So like, that's why like my character now Stone is like a bit of a woodcarver was because that was originally supposed to be the idea for like what he did to relax. He was going to be carving little ducks and little mallards and little, you know, stuff for the party to be like, guys, look at what I made. Like immediately after he chops three people's heads off. Sure. Yeah. You know, because... There's got to be high stress and low stress situations. Yeah, what, your barbarian made tea, right? Yeah, my barbarian, um, Durin, he, um, so I, I played him, like I said, for a fairly long time. He was older. He was an older, he was kind of a middle-aged dwarf. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I went pretty optimal, mountain dwarf yeah. barbarian. But I also played him as though he was more of like a father figure. Like he watched out for those around him. He's learned what's happened when you've kind of given in to that anger mm-hmm. you know star wars quotes here Ooh. is palpatine <laughs> no no <laughs> no okay 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 anyway but um <laughs> just nip this in the bud fair kylo ren though no no they're like a fighter multi-class into like sor- sorcerer multi-class into fighter fair fine okay but yeah no Durin. after every fight he would slowly sharpen his axe just to make sure that it was tip-top shape, and he'd make tea. He enjoyed sitting down and making tea because it was his way of relaxing. He, even though he was a barbarian, he never sought out the fight. Yeah. He always was a reactive fighting force. Yeah. I feel like most barbarians, like, especially with new players who see this and they're like, oh, you know, trying to maximize, and they're thinking, what can I do to be the tank of my party, are going to see the rage as, like, a very, just kind of, like, an ability instead of any like they'll see it eventually but the chances for roleplay that that provides you know right yeah like what if your character blacks out and exactly. they, they barely remember the fray they're just like oh shit well i'm covered in blood now you know what if they're ashamed of it exactly like that that's what i was doing with uh i think we named him milo because that's a very soft sounding name yeah where he's just like 
you know, closeted, a big guy who just doesn't know. And unless he's raging, all his attacks are not aimed to kill. He's hitting with the flat of his blade, the butt. Yeah. The moment he rages, that's when he's a deadly person. And then yeah, the party is, like, covering up for him so he doesn't get too upset. Right. And I, I think that, again, it's another way to role play that rage, that barbarian that is so different from yeah. another. One who might revel in the blood that they cause. Like in the um, subclass that I made, the Path of the Reaver. Yeah. Loves and revels yeah. in the bloodlust that they have. And Gets they off on it just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know. But. It's a bit of a chub mid-battle, you know. Versus like, maybe even a Storm Herald barbarian could kind of just, they want things to return to the natural order. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I just love the different role playability of that singular feature, that quintessential barbarian feature of the yeah. rage. It's so drastically different from each character to character. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of interesting builds with barbarian. Like, just because you're playing a barbarian doesn't mean you can't play your next campaign as a barbarian, but differently. I don't think anyone would, just because if you get, you know, 2 to 20, 1 to 20 as a barbarian, you're not going to want to do that whole thing again. You know? Will might. Yeah. Because Will doesn't do spellcasting classes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, teach their own. To each it. I beat you to it. Yes, you did. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess that's uh, that's it for today, then. Yeah, any closing shots? Um, Will, you smell. That's fair. Uh, Just because we got to keep uh, shitting on Will when he isn't here. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Bye, Will. I love you. <laughs>